0: Into a special Klaibs Online uh, edition of Pro Wrestling Talk STL. It's our annual WrestleMania preview, and uh, we are going to look over the next two nights of cards. Here for you on KlabesOnline.com. I'm Joe Roderick, joined alongside by John Marisek. As we uh, record this on a Friday, you can watch it on YouTube. You can listen to the podcast form. It's all there for you. 13 matches are uh, set for you. And John uh, we will probably go a little more in-depth than what we did for the radio show on 590, which will air on Saturday at 10 a.m., but uh, because we're, we're going to go over, we're going to go over the, uh, you know, we're going to go over the good matches. We're going to go over the good storylines. We're going to go over the shitty matches because we can also cuss, too. Oh, that's we're right. The, we're, we're not on the radio concept. today. Yeah. So, well, your your thoughts on the Omos match are uh, are going to be very welcome here <laughs> as we uh, as we get going. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Maybe so they John, should just, I've changed my, go ahead. No, 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 what do you think? What, what's your, what's your thought on this? They could have it. a scale versus scale match where they bring them in and they use them as weapons. Maybe that would get me interested in that piece of shit match. Maybe. Does Brock bring in like one of his
0: own scales from home that he uses to weigh the, you know, whatever yes, things the cattle? cattle? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't think Brock's hunting cattle. Hurt. Does he hurt? Does he have cattle? I'm sure he does. Yes. I mean, he brought it.
1: Yeah. Whatever the hell. That's a match that off. we will
0: get to for the Sunday portion of the, uh, right, of the show. Saturday. We, uh, we got to get through Saturday first, John. 13 matches, seven on one night, six on the other. No Bobby Lashley. Maybe he works his way into one of these uh, reports now saying that Brian Cage is a free agent. So does that factor into any WrestleMania plans? Not as big as a Cody Rhodes, but still to see Brian Cage in a, uh, in the same ring as Bobby Lashley, which we've seen before we've, you know, fans of impact or wrestling fans in general have seen Bobby Lashley and Brian Cage face off. Um, Maybe that's something that we get at some point in, uh, in all of this, but let's take a look at what we have on Saturday and John, let's just, let's start from the bottom of the card. Let's work our way up to the top. And the, the the first one, I mean, we have one of these on both nights. We have one of the tag team showcases on both nights of the card. On uh, night one, it's the men's. It's Braun Strowman and Ricochet, the Street Profits, Alpha Academy, and the Viking Raiders. Four tag teams. I don't know. It's, it's called a WrestleMania showcase match. I don't know if they're if it's a gauntlet match, if it's an elimination match, if it's h- how they're doing this, I don't know what they're doing there. It's just eight guys. They're getting on the card that weren't originally on the card. That's, that's what this is. <laughs> but well unlike, too. the wim- unlike the women's match, there are elements of this that will make this match
1: entertaining for, for the fans. Exactly. It's going to serve a purpose. And the purpose is to have something fun. You can't have everything be serious through the whole show. You need something that's fun. And there are some very entertaining guys in here. Do you need it? No. Is it only here? because It's only here because there's two nights. And if there was a one-night show, this match isn't on the card. But it's going to serve its purpose. It'll, It'll make you laugh. And there'll be a lot of fun little moments throughout the match. And it'll be great in the middle of the card.
0: I... I, I mean, I guess one of the, you know, you save it for Monday Night Raw, the, the Monday Night Raw after Mania, you save, I think the big Otis reveal, you, you have him leave Chad Gable on, on Saturday, you have him actually go join the Maxim male models and, and be part of that. And then maybe you get the full makeover for Monday. And that's one of the big things that we get on the, uh, on the show, people are gonna love it. People love Otis. and anything Otis does is it's it's comedy gold, and he's one of those guys that's going to keep a job in this company for a long time because of what he brings to the table as far as entertainment wise. Uh, and I think that's one of the things you get in this match. Let me ask you this because for the past few years, we get a Gable Stebson appearance at WrestleMania. Or at some point in the year, we haven't seen him in a while. Do do we get him showing up in
1: some portion of this match? What, what is he doing? I don't know. Like, do you know if he's ready to do anything yet? I don't. Like, I have no idea what his status is, is. And there's no purpose in him coming out if he's not ready to do something. This is enough. There's enough gaga in this thing. They don't need to bring anybody in. You said there's there's multiple storylines that they can build off of that can branch out off this match. And that's what kind of works with it. The gable and the OT stuff that can branch off. I don't think they break the street profits up. I don't want them to break them up. I don't want them to have some sort of a feud between the two of them. I want them to be a tag team that Montez just goes off and has a singles career, and every now and then they still get back together and they're still a group but that is something also that could come off of this uh but no i don't i think this the, leave this match to be the oh just otis and otis and gable and then feature montez ford as the is the grooming the superstar that they're grooming to be that next guy to come out branch out and to become a star and don't that's what to, this I mean, match is yeah don't don't forget i mean you know
0: uh you you still have ricochet in there. Who's going to do something really cool in, in the match. You, you'd yeah, have him to and Montez imagine. will do
1: something awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah. You you have Braun Strowman who as has never looked better than he does right now. You just don't have anything for him in as far as, you know, story wise to, to throw his way. So maybe that's there. And this is right now, what you're getting are four tag teams, that once you're able to split back the tag belts, one to Raw, one to SmackDown, then you're able to do have some sort of direction with these guys. That's that's what you're going to get with this. And let's not I mean Montez Ford. I, I think everybody thinks is going knows is going to be the superstar in that group. He's he's going mm-hmm. to be the guy that's going to rise really? above. Angelo the ha- Angelo Hawkins is also. I mean he's he's also talented too. He's held his own in a lot of matches that he's had one on one. And I think that you're going to get something special out of him. I, you know, I've realized too, we've just sat here and we've talked about all of this. We haven't mentioned the Viking Raiders once. I mean, they're just big, ugly, strong tag team. That's going to, you know, they're, they're going to, they're going to be rough. They're going to beat people up. And it's, it's basically kind of a, a, an appearance type showcase for, uh, for them to be out there in all of their garb and, you know, their entrance and everything.
1: Yeah, and if this if the tag, I who knows what's going to happen with the tag belts if they split them up at some point or if they just go to one or if they keep the two and whoever comes out on Saturday keeps both of them. Uh, but if it does go to a babyface team, they need heels to feed to that, that group. And the Viking Raiders are a monster heel tag team. And there really isn't another one besides them and the Usos. Oh, oof. um. As from a size standpoint, to... they're the one.
0: Yeah. And I i mean, I want to say, you know, Maxim male models probably would have been billed as heels. Probably. I mean, that's that seems like they would have been bad guys, but you can't do that. What when are you, you going to do with that part of it? You're, you're just I mean, you're the thing is, though, if Otis is with them, if Otis is with them, you could put the belts on it and you can have. No, fun you with can't. That. No,
1: you Yes, can. you can. No, you can't. It's stupid. They could bedazzle the them. They could, look,
0: think of think of no, all the accessories that stupid. they could put on those titles. Oh, God, the charms. What's what's it called? What are the stupid. things you put in your crocs? Stupid.
1: Gibbets. Gibbets, they, Gibbets. they could put gibbet. Yes! <laughs> Instead that of a belt they could have they can have
0: a championship attache. I mean, the things that they could do with that. Look at you. Thank you.
1: No, no, that's no. I want to see that now.
0: I want to see, I want to see it. Whatever over the shoulder, little satchel. That's what I want. I want to see them take the belts and make it into that.
1: That's great. I'm glad you want to see that. Somebody needs to, their family and you and their parents and their friends.
0: What does the E stand for in WWE, John?
1: That's not entertaining.
0: That Oh, God. You're telling me Otis wouldn't make that entertaining as hell?
1: It's not entertaining.
0: It would be entertaining. Um, what what's, uh, not what entertaining. I know you... Yeah, what you are not going to be entertained by, I know that you're just about to shit all over this, is next on the card. It's the Becky Lynch, Lita, Trish Stratus oh match against damage control. Uh, we could quickly just go through this. I, I think we all expect... The uh, the legends to be on top at the end of the uh, at the end of the match with those uh, w- with Lita and Trish Stratus uh, doing something to get the pin at the end, and Becky standing in the middle of them as the uh, the next big superstar, the next big
1: legend in the making that we all know that she is. Doesn't it feel like Lita and Trish and Dakota and uh? you know, are just in the way like Becky and Bailey, when they're on the screen together is magic. Like you could just kick the other four to the side. I don't care about any of the other four. I want to see those two in the ring. Nobody else. I don't need anyone else. And the promos that those two have cut the other on Monday night. Trish and Lita were literally in the way. Like, don't talk. We don't need. They're not great at it in the first place, and they don't fit. And I still don't understand why. What is the whole purpose of damage control? And what is the whole purpose of Lita and Trish being there? They don't do any. They, they don't fit. They never have fit. Especially Lita wins a tag belt. Why Lita shows up for Becky? Why has that ever been explained? Why she just randomly showed up? That I,
0: I think wasn't it that she said she didn't really have any friends and.
1: That was, that that was, you know, what she had to go do. So that, I, don't, I, I don't remember. I don't remember it being. It certainly wasn't important enough that I remember or noticed. I think that was that was kind of it.
0: Was that nobody? She didn't have any friends in the locker room, so she went and called on somebody she respected. When does damage control stop? When, when does it, damage uh, control get a title run out of all? I mean, when does what, Bailey, do you want when When do you, Bailey,
1: that's I'd like to see if, if Bailey gets a title, I I wouldn't mind seeing that Bailey. You care about, I'm talking about the other two Okay, as a faction. Do you care about them as a faction or when they come on TV, do you think I could go and get a soda now? And that's what I'm saying. Like the other two need to just be there as the muscle for, do do you believe them as muscle? They're not muscle. They can help her retain the title over Uh, and over again. They're click the channel when they come on and when they came out on Monday night in St. Louis, it was like a collective. Oh, I think with Bailey, with the title is,
0: I think that is something that you would watch.
1: Yes. Bailey with the title is
0: something that you can get behind.
1: I absolutely. But what my point was, no, the other two are just kind of in the way. And that goes for both sides of this match. And I assume that Trish and Leader are just there to try and sell the tickets that they've already sold, that they don't need to sell. But I don't think like this show doesn't need, you know, legend stars, especially in this match. You have you have the one that you need you have somebody on Saturday in John Cena and the bloodline storyline sells the rest of the of the company. Yeah. We'll get to that
0: John Cena match in just a second, uh, but quickly, let's talk, uh, we talked Becky Lynch, let's talk about her husband, Seth freaking Rollins, who's facing Logan Paul. They put the two of them on the card on Saturday, so they can just hang out together with their child on Sunday for the That's, that's what it is. Or, or they yeah. I mean, they'll, they'll have to be back for raw on Monday, but maybe they can go do something in LA. You could Go Monday. to Disneyland. Maybe they can do that. I don't know. Do you want to take a, what, I mean, is their kid what two by now?
1: Oh yeah, you do for pictures. Absolutely. Oh, okay.
0: All right. Well, maybe that's what they do during WrestleMania on Sunday, but Seth freaking Rollins, Logan Paul, we talked about it on the radio show, John, the, it's going to be choreographed. It's going to be all laid out ahead of time but it's going to be a fun match. You're going to get Seth Rollins is going to have some big intro. Logan Paul is going to go above and beyond with, uh, with his intro. It's going to be a fun match.
1: It'll be great. It's going to be super entertaining. And I think, I think I said this on the radio show that from a, in ring this is going to be the most spectacular and entertaining match on the card for either night because i don't know about i don't know about entertaining spectacular i don't i'm saying from the in ring performance not story not anything else I, and i'm disagreeing with you on that from the performance itself because it's going to be super choreographed and super rehearsed and they're both ridiculously Athletic and they're gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be incredible. Without getting to in it, but it's, without getting wise, into the nothing.
0: details, without getting into the details of the match that I'm going to say, I mean when you're talking like match of the night type of stuff, I do I think that the triple threat match for the Intercontinental title is going to be the match of the weekend.
1: But there'll be two different ones, they're gonna be two totally different styles. Okay, and that's what I'm saying. From okay, if you like flips and no selling, Jake Paul. Or Jake Paul, Logan Paul, and Seth Rollins is your match. If you, you want to mentioned- watch two beat the sh- or three beat the shit out of each other for 15 minutes, mm-hmm. then saddle up to that three way because it's going to be nuts. And they're not going to have to make
0: themselves bleed like Mox does every match either. No, because so they will they'll be, just yeah. bleed. Yeah, that's you know you're just no all you're going to know it's not going to be blood. You're just going to get handprints on them. I mean, Seamus's <sighs> chest. Yeah, we'll we'll get into it. But anyway, um, I hope. You know, because we saw the Saudi show, we saw Jake Paul come out. And for a second, you thought, are they going to do something with Logan and Jake Paul against the Usos at WrestleMania? I I thought that was going to be your WrestleMania tag match when we saw that at at Saudi at Crown Jewel was you were going to get the Usos versus the Pauls. I thought that would have been the direction it would have gone. That would have been fun to Mm -hmm. see if, if Jake Paul was putting as much effort into wrestling as Logan Paul is. And I don't know if he is or not. Uh, I mean, he can throw a fake punch and make somebody react to it. I mean, we see that in this boxing matches, but I don't know if we, I don't know how that, you know, bumps and everything else. I hope Jake Paul does show up. I imagine that he does. And I imagine that's how Logan Paul gets the
1: win by some outside interference. Yeah, that's fine. I, don't, I Honestly, I, I don't even care what happens in the match. I'm just going to take it for what it is. Don't worry about story. Don't worry about it making any sense because none of it's going to make any sense, but you're going to go, wow, a lot. (laughs) The opening match
0: for the weekend, John Cena, Austin Theory. That is your match on Saturday. It's going to kick off all of WrestleMania, and this is a match that's going to put Austin Theory to that next level of superstardom in the WWE, putting him in the ring with John Cena. Everything that John Cena said to him in the promo to bury him, I imagine John Cena is going to do everything in his power to make Austin Theory look like the next John Cena that this company has. The the next over-the-top, you know, guy that they can just
1: market the hell out of for years to come. I guess that's the question I have for you is what is the goal when you have a guy who's his hated and disliked as Austin theory is, and he has been since he showed up, even though he's a, it, with either one of his personas against the guy who, while polarizing is one of the most beloved superstars of all time, who shit all over him three weeks ago and made him look like a fool and Austin theory hasn't been able to recover. So like the point is the goal is right to, to make him in some fashion, right? But how do you make him when he is as disliked as he is? Cause what you're saying makes perfect sense. Like you're trying to, you're just trying to say, Hey, th- this is my guy, but wouldn't he want, wouldn't you, wouldn't he have to come out as a baby face out of this match for that next step to be I, taken? I'm trying to think
0: of, I'm trying to think of another instant where you had a guy that was so hated by the fans and what they did to eventually get them over. And I'm trying to think just in recent memory who that would be because I think if you want to go like historic, I think you go to the rock. I think you look at how, I mean, look at how hated the rock was when he came in and how much everybody, I mean, die, Rocky die chance that, that were out there and putting him with the nation and putting him with the corporation and doing all of that. What did The Rock do? What did they do with The Rock back in 1998, 99 to put him over and make the crowd love
1: him? The same thing that they've done with that Seth Rollins has done. You make him entertaining. If you take Seth Rollins' music away from him and the sing-along, he's not a baby face because he's exactly the same person as he was before the sing-along. The Rock didn't really change. He just was so entertaining. He was impossible to hate.
0: Okay, so do you do that with Austin Theory? Or he's not entertaining, though. But, but we don't know that yet. I mean, we don't. He's, he's 24 years old. I know. I understand that. We don't I know. So maybe. I mean, so let me compare him to another 24-year-old wrestler in a different company. No, he's nowhere close to that. <laughs> okay. If but MJF, what, do you make him? Do you keep putting him on track to just make him as absolutely hated? as mjf is in AEW is that is that the is that the future of Austin Theory or you just make continue to make him an asshole continue to make him hated and you you don't care about what the next 3 years look like for him marketing wise he is just your red hot heel that everybody hates
1: yeah, I think you can do that, and you can do it both ways. As I think about this. You can have that moment where John Cena makes him, and they have that little moment in the ring, and then he just destroys him, and he walks off as with even more heat, hate than uh, than he did when he came in. I mean, that's a way to do it. But you know, you, he's got big shoes to fill being put into this match because that. You said they're there they have high expectations coming out of this that he's gonna have to live up to. And I don't know that I don't know that this has gone the way that they had hoped, the build up to this thing. I don't think it has. Uh but when he comes out on Monday night, he's he better have something. He better be ready to go after whatever happens over the weekend, because that is the whole point of this, is for him to make this next up. As much as Cena should beat the shit out of him. The way that this is all led up to it—that's you and I know that's not going to happen. That's not the yeah. whole purpose of this. John Cena is not going to go rolling around doing U.S. Open challenges again.
0: No, it'd be fun. I, it would I be awesome. Where, yeah, I, I don't know if he has that. I mean, I'd I'd like to see one more run in Cena. I, you know, I think that would be that'd be nice if if at some point he does that again. And I always enjoy seeing him come back. I just don't, you know. I, I think is he on. Yeah, as we you know, as we put this out, uh, as we're going to put this out Friday afternoon, I'm trying to think if he is on SmackDown or not tonight. I I, think I do not he, know. Yeah, I can't I uh, can't remember. I would imagine
1: he, everyone you want on that show is there. I mean, they're all there, so you might as well throw them all on. Yeah, put all the big dogs on there. All right, John, we're up to the big matches on Saturday now.
0: You have your uh, your top three matches on the card, um, and I, I can't believe it. I mean, if you would have told me six months ago that this was one of the top matches on your WrestleMania card, you would not have believed me. Dominic Mysterio, Rey Mysterio. It is one of the matches I imagine that people are looking that this is one you want to be in your seat from start to finish on this match. And it's uh it's there on Saturday night and I can't wait to watch it.
1: This is gonna be cool. They they have a chance to have a very, very cool moment standing in the ring, looking at each other and jaw jacking at each other. I mean how about that for a Christmas card for the family 2023 <laughs> I mean that's it, t- let's take away the uh the fun storyline and the angle and all that stuff and just from a personal perspective could you imagine you and Hudson standing in the ring at WrestleMania together for that moment like when you're his age and you have a son you never think that that's even going to be possible that I'm like I'm going to be wrestling at that age and my son's going to be at a young age, be in that position. And that is just, that's really special. And probably is going to be a little emotional for both of them. It's a good and thing. A I mean, hard it to hold is a good thing
0: that Ray's wearing a mask. I mean, yes. honestly, like, like, it really right. is. And because uh, for every, I mean, all the emotions, for everything that Ray's going through this weekend, of being the, the, the headliner of the Hall of Fame, right. which I, I don't think people expected ever. I mean, I didn't expect I, that. was not a name that had crossed my mind when I was thinking of who could headline this year's hall of fame. Mm-hmm. I was not expecting Ray Mysterio to be that name. I mean, absolutely well-deserved. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that. I'm just saying, I did not think that before he was, you know, before he retired that we'd ever see Ray Mysterio get to have that honor, but being able to, I mean, and, and then to, from a from a wrestling standpoint, storyline standpoint, it's not just ah, you're gonna throw the two of them in there. They've made it work and they've made this story work so well that I not only, you know, does he get to share the ring with his son, he has gotta be so proud of the fact that his son has just become, you know, this the star <laughs> the star of this and just so absolutely hated and has gotten himself over. I mean, for a guy that has been in the wrestling business. For 30 years, it's crazy to think that, that ever since I started watching wrestling in 1996, I mean, Rey Mysterio was on my TV and and to think that he has got to absolutely love this and the fact they've tied Eddie into this in the way that they have has just got to be, I mean, one of the, one of just the biggest moments of Rey's life tomorrow night.
1: I do love what he's only he's only said it a couple of times, which I'm glad because it bites every time he says, I wish Eddie was my father.' <laughs> It's so, and it's so oh. funny. It's so funny because it's like,
0: <laughs> it's a story that just you'll never forget of I a. Mean, it was so stupid when they did it. Awful. They, they <laughs> it's awful. It was a little boy. I mean, they, they had to sit Dom down, down and explain to him as a child be like, hey, listen, Eddie's really not your dad, but we're going to be saying that on TV. And now. Twenty some years later, he's like,
1: hey, wish that was true. Joe, he had to go to school. (laughs) And and his mom had to talk to parents (laughs) at the school. Think about that part. Like, Tom, is it true? And Guerrero's your dad? And the kids in the class don't know it's a work. And they're looking at Ray like he's this like, oh man, that's Ray. I can't believe she did that to you, <laughs> right? Wow, I mean, it's ama- It is. It is something. It's a, that it's, match. It's
0: cool. That match also. happened. I, I'm looking. Dominic Mysterio was seven years old. <laughs> what is he now? He 23? was Seven years old when when that happened. Dominic Mysterio now. Is twenty five years old. He turns twenty six years old on Wednesday. That's awesome. So that's 19, a cool story. Nineteen years ago, and Dom Dom was in the ring for it. Oh, I yeah. mean, Dom was in the ring in the middle of all of this nineteen years
1: ago. Yeah, and one of the <laughs> biggest storylines I've ever had, and now he's in another one, and he's the star of it. Which yeah, is the, and it, yeah, and if you'd have told anyone what when was that that they did their first. Uh, Where was it Thanksgiving when he got arrested or was it Christmas? It was Christmas.
0: Was it um, Thanksgiving was the one he
1: crashed and then he got arrested. I think at Christmas. Yeah. Who would have thought that that little vignette that was taped at a house with, uh, with the police coming to put him in the car would have led to this. Like you knew the mania match was coming, but this is this, that whole, that moment took this to a whole nother level.
0: And the fact, I mean, when they did this, when they started the wheels turning on this at Clash at the Castle and you look at it and you look at the calendar and you're thinking, my God, like they have to drag this out now, how many months to get to WrestleMania and the way they did it of having Ray leave Raw to go to SmackDown and then then doing the house, you know, the house invasions that they did and Having and this the way that this is elevated Judgment Day and then working it into Rhea's match with Charlotte the way that they have and and doing, you know, doing a few things that way, too. I mean, my God, I mean, they have they also turned this in. I mean, they had Ray or they had Dom talk shit about his dad to Charlotte bringing her dad into it. I mean they were they they had Dom Rip Rick Flair's father father skills in all of them. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. are which are you know a little more legit than Ray's father and skills
1: <laughs> at least as far as, as we could. They seem like they might be different people. Right. <laughs> then that's not over, let's not overlook too with that as you mentioned Charlotte how important Dominic has been to try and keep some people disliking Rhea Ripley, because if he's there, they boo when he's not there, they cheer for her. And so I, I think he has, he has helped be there for at least, you know, for some of this for a few of the weeks in the early part of that whole build after Royal rumble to, uh, to Charlotte and Rhea. Yeah. Uh, And let's let's talk about that match. Let's talk about Rhea.
0: And Charlotte, their uh, their match, which, uh, John, it's probably going to, I mean, we, we have debated this and we won't know until Saturday night, uh, but I I think Charlotte Rhea goes on last. You do not. Uh, we'll talk about it right here. The buildup for it, I don't think has been as great as it could have been, but you know what? It's uh, your second biggest title match of the weekend, the singles title match of the weekend outside of Cody and Roman. So it's uh, it's Charlotte, it's Rhea Ripley for the SmackDown Women's Championship, their second WrestleMania match. And I, I said it on the radio show, and I'm going to say it again. I think Charlotte wins because I think this gives you an angle for a WrestleMania down the road that Rhea can't beat Charlotte on the big stage.
1: I agree with you. The build for this hasn't been great. And I will ask you, do you think that part of that is because – the company wants to position the two talents as one as as one baby face and one heel, and the audience wants views them in the opposite fashion. Like, how much do you think that has hurt this whole thing?
0: I get what you're saying. So, so WWE views this as Charlotte is good, Rhea is bad, mm-hmm. but the fans love Rhea and hate Charlotte
1: and will forever hate Charlotte. Yes, I don't know what Charlotte can do to be loved because she's like, you know, like Rick, people loved Rick, but they hated Rick. Like Rick, Rick's Rick was like Jericho. Everybody loved it when he came out and then the match started and hated him. Yeah. is very much similar to what Chris is now is what flair has been for forever going back to the NWA and WCW. Um, so, and, and and Charlotte just oozes heel. Like she's so easy to hate and she's really, really good at it. So don't, don't, don't force it. If the audience wants to embrace it, let the audience embrace it. But you, you're not going to be able to force her as a baby face on the audience. But Rhea, they love her for one, because she's cool and she's entertaining and she's powerful and she's not Charlotte.
0: And I think this isn't a good time to put the title, that title on Rhea either. I, I think getting her away from Judgment Day down the line is a much better opportunity to then give her that singles run on her own. I think putting, you know, having it in the middle of everything with judgment day, I think kind of spoils what that, what that run could look like. So I think having Rhea on her own and making her that true baby face that, that she could maybe be. And then that's when you put her with Charlotte at some point at a WrestleMania.
1: Yeah, and she's going to come out as a babyface because it's impossible because there's nothing that she can do that's not going to. But you could flip on both for sure easily by having Charlotte cheat. And that's what Charlotte does. And that's what the family does. And that's fine. And then that leaves your opening for them to come back again.
0: Yeah, so that's, and that's, you know, I'm not, I don't want to say it, I don't want to say it this way to make it sound like I'm trying to say the two are equal, but Rock versus Stone Cold. I mean, they had their, they had three WrestleMania matches because the rock couldn't beat him. You know, the, the rock couldn't beat stone cold. So that's, that's kind of how I view this is that Mm -hmm. you have the opportunity in front of you years from now to do another, another match like that. Mm -hmm. The, uh, the big match. And you have, you have said it many times. I mean, this WrestleMania has revolved around one storyline and that's the bloodline. That is, that is what everybody is there to see. Uh, both nights, I think this is the smart move to do it like this, to have one on Saturday and one on Sunday, because fans are going there to see the bloodline. Mm-hmm. Fans probably don't get to see Roman both nights. I, I don't know how you involve Roman in this match, both uh, or at, at all in in this, unless Roman and Cody both come in uh, at some point and run in during the match. I, I don't know if that's something you do. I don't know. I think
1: that's possible for sure, but I don't know. I think it's okay to split them both up. I think you're happy as if you're a fan, you're only going one night. You get to see Sammy Zayn, or you get to see Roman Reigns and Cody. And I think people love Sammy so much that you can come our way. If you just go Saturday and you see the bloodline thing at the end and you get Sammy that I think you can be okay with that. You get to see Sammy both nights. You will get to see him, but on Saturday for sure you get to see him. Yes. You get to see on Sunday. You see everybody.
0: Yeah, even you get to see Sammy's entrance. You get to sing along with his music Mm -hmm. on Saturday. I don't know if you get that on Sunday uh, for this. So you, you know, this how how do you go about ending the match between the Usos and Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn?
1: I the the thing with the whole bloodline is like you don't know. You could go either way. You could go where the Usos win. And then Roman loses on Sunday. And then they're the ones standing tall with belts and he's not. And that's a cool part of the story with Jay on top as the guy with his two tag titles with his brother. Uh, Or do you send everybody home? And I guess maybe this gets back to what you just said. How do you finish the show? Do you want to go off the show on Saturday night with the Uso standing tall? Or do you want that to go earlier in the show and have Rhea or Charlotte be the ones that you go off the air with? I think that you got to think of. I think no matter what, to me, however it ends, I think you do want to go off with the bloodline because that extends the excitement into the other one. It's episodic television. There's your cliffhanger. If you don't have a cliffhanger, if Rhea and Charlotte go off the air, you have a cliffhanger with the Usos and Sammy and KO because that's what people are there to see. Uh, Do you think if they, what would the purpose be other than to have that moment at WrestleMania by putting Sammy and Kevin Owens as your tag team champions? Is it just a moment? Yes. Okay. And is that moment worth it?
0: For everything that Sammy has done in the past year? I think so.
1: Because then I guess it's like, well, what happens? Okay, so if you're the tag champions and you're coming off of a tag reign that has lasted years, where do you go after? Because that's the biggest question on all of these is that's great, especially with that storyline, because that storyline is not ending. It's just going to change a new chapter. You know what I mean? You know
0: what you could do instead of because I think one if if Sammy and Kevin win, then you just kind of look at it and you go, okay, when when's Kevin going to turn on Sammy? When's this going to happen again? Maybe they just go their separate ways. Maybe one takes the blue belts, one takes the red belts, and they just go onto their own shows and they just say, hey, we broke them up, we did it. All right, see you down the road, and we don't have to go through another feud between the two of them at some point.
1: But what do we do with the belts? I
0: don't know. Maybe they find partners. (laughs) That's not how they work. Or we just have tournaments for, I mean, they just we, we get, they,
1: we, we just hand belts to people and just say, yeah, you could have the belts. I think it kind of gets back to your thing is what are the, what are the plans with the belts? Because the two biggest belts in the company are unified. Is the plan to keep them as one with two belts, or is the plan to go to one belt? And I wish it would go to one. I don't think you need to. One's fine. I'd be fine with that. Yeah. And then you just you have everybody.
0: Yeah. I don't think you need to have the, uh, yeah. I don't think you need to have the, uh, Both shows. You could just have the rosters go all over the place. So there you go. That's night one here on our WrestleMania preview brought to you by Central State Sandwiches, the new sandwich and appetizer food truck opening in 2023. Uh, Kyle was supposed to join us on the show today, but he had some uh, he actually had some deliveries uh, new equipment coming for the uh, for the truck. That is going to be opening up soon. Hey, if you don't want to wait for the truck, Bootleg and Bob's has your Central State Sandwiches each and every Thursday night from 7 p.m. to midnight, 3457 Morgan Ford Road in Tower Grove South. Also, they cater parties and events at centralstatesandwiches.com. That's centralstatesandwiches.com. Inspired Sandwiches. From the gateway to the west, rolling on here uh, for the Sunday shows. Only six matches on this card. John is going to do it the same way that we just previewed the Saturday shows. Let's start off with that women's match: Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez. You got to keep, you got to stay with me when I read the tag matches here because the other side were actual tag teams. I guess besides and Ricochet. Yeah, so you get Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez. Natalya and Shotzi, Sonia Deville and Chelsea Green, because I guess Carmella's injured, mm-hmm. and then the only actual team, Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler.
1: Ronda Rousey headlined at WrestleMania like three years ago.
0: It was long, it was 2019, and four years ago. Yeah she she headlined it uh, around like midnight. It was. <laughs> <laughs> There, there weren't there weren't as many people watching as there were at the beginning of the show. I was not. I I, I was <laughs> not. I was checked out. I was back in my hotel room because I had a flight the next morning at like six
1: a.m. The next day is probably when they thought, "What if we did two nights? Yeah, <laughs> we can't do this anymore." Yeah. Uh, I, I I I don't. This this is filler between. This is your buffer match between something great and something greater i i don't know if that's between the main event and the hell in the cell uh or if it's between the ic match and the hell in the cell i don't know but it doesn't go on first and it it's it's going to be something that Kind of lets everybody up so that they can be ready for the next big thing to come.
0: Can you just put this match on while you're lowering the hell in the cell and just get the hell in the cell all set (laughs) up and ready to go Like while this match is going on in the ring?
1: Hey, guys, you can't use this, okay? We're just going to get it all ready.
0: Yeah, okay, you guys are in the ring. Okay, we're going to lower the cage. Don't pay any attention to the employees that are walking around making sure everything's (laughs) secure. Just
1: You guys do your thing. so awful. I feel bad. I mean, it's, Hey, they're on the card. They got a I, payday uh, and they have a chance to stay to do something. I mean, they have an opportunity and that's all this. They have done almost season. nothing to focus
0: on the women's tag team division. That they haven't I even tried. No. I mean, look who the tag champs are for God's sakes. Yeah. So yeah,
1: I don't feel as, as bad about it. So I don't know. That, could, could we get out of this? At least could we, the only thing that I see that would come out of this that is uh, Chelsea Green and Carmella together would be awesome. It would be. I don't. What is Carmella's injury? I don't know. Is it a real injury? I'm not sure. If it's not a real injury, those two together is going to be money. The people will want to watch those two together. It's It'll not severe. It says it is
0: not a severe injury that she uh, that Good. she is happened that's happened yes
1: because i was disappointed we didn't get those two at raw yeah i was very excited to see them because they will be entertaining the only thing i see that could come out of this that could be fun is ronda and shayna baszler and they could have a shoot fight and like the ic match beat the shit out of each other for 15 minutes
0: and I, maybe i mean maybe shots the upgrades the tank i don't i don't know who cares? I don't know what I'm looking forward to at all on this. I, maybe Cardona is going to be sitting ringside. Maybe that's maybe that's what we get out of this.
1: <laughs> in his Indiana Jones hat.
0: <laughs> and they just don't acknowledge it either. That, you know what? How about that? How about Matt Cardona sits ringside and something happens between him and Chelsea and it just does not get acknowledged at all that of, of who he is. Who's that? <laughs> right. That Chelsea got mad at a fan in the front row. smacked him yeah
1: uh now that would be fun that would be memorable that won't happen i
0: I mean i could uh, they don't have a bad relationship
1: right i mean you could put him on tv he'll be back and it'll be awesome when he gets to that point yeah it'll be great it's just not time yet and he would what
0: the bad thing is though he would that they would take all focus off the match, and everybody
1: would just be. <laughs> oh, if he walks down, if he's if he is seen anywhere, he yeah. takes away from the match. Yes. So I don't know if I yeah. Uh,
0: the other women's match on here, Bianca Bel- Belair and Asuka. I, this this does have a chance to be match of the weekend. Going
1: into it, though, people just don't care. Correct. You couldn't have said that better. It'll be an outstanding wrestling match, but no one cares. I don't, I mean, does Asuka win? I I would love for Asuka to win, but it's almost as though like there's not enough on this right now. That it needs more. That maybe it needs another night. That maybe it's not the right time for it. Yeah. And it just doesn't work. It just doesn't fit because of everything else that's going on. You, know, you can't be you know high on all of these you can't be you know they, you're trying to put together main events on every, for every match and it's very challenging when you have some of the stars that are here and the storylines that are involved yeah and unfortunately they're just not one that is because and like nobody hates oscar you can't hate oscar and bianca belair is so such a super over baby face and is so huge with kids that I don't know that you can do anything with her, but keep her as she is. It's kind of like that conundrum they always had with Cena, that Cena is so loved by kids that if you turn on them, you got a problem because that's a big moneymaker. And Bianca Belair on the women's side is that she is that moneymaker. And you could see it when you were in, when I was there at Monday night and when she came out, you looked around and it was like, oh my God, this isn't like, um, you know, you're not talking 25, 35, 40 year olds that are over here cheering. There are 10 year old girls, and that is an audience that doesn't exist in wrestling, mm-hmm. but it does for Bianca Belair. You mention
0: every match on the card. You're trying to make it a main event. Perfect segue into the next match between Brock Lesnar and Omos, as <laughs> uh, those. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> main event everywhere right it's Hanging a uh, i mean if not for roman and uh if not for roman and cody this would be ending the card on sunday night uh brock lesnar and omas i real plain and simple we've talked about it since they first teased the match your brock lesnar is going to pick up omas deliver an f5 and it is going to the replay is going to be shown over and over
1: and over and over again And then what? Omos goes away because there's nothing else. He can't show up on Monday and be like, look at me. (sighs) I don't. uh, Other than like, this is the most Vince McMahon match on the weekend. And uh, other than that, I have no idea what the purpose of this is. It's all for the shots. Brock standing in the ring, looking up at him, which they did. And now it's Brock standing in the ring, looking at the hard camera with Omas on his shoulders after he tried, as you said on the, uh, on the radio show two times to get him up. Yes, And then he does it. And then maybe he kicks out on one of them and he does it again. And we're done. Nope. He doesn't kick out. You, you give it to him one time, one F
0: five Omas is out. And then I think come Monday, you have MVP start recruiting his, his next group, his next stable that that's what you put Omas as a part of
1: at, at you know, a week or two from now. Yeah, he can't be there. Monday. He loses. He can't be there Monday. He's like you got to go yeah. away for a little bit.
0: If he only takes one f five, I think you could bring him back on Monday.
1: And then Brock is on his farm. And Brock's not going to.
0: Yeah, Brock's not going to be there Monday.
1: Okay. Does depending Brock get home before season, Cody and Roman are in the ring?
0: That's. I was going to say, depending <laughs> on where this match is on the card, that's that's how uh, that that kind of depends on where where Brock is uh, flying somewhere over like Idaho at that time to get <laughs> not uh, watching the show uh, Yeah, I mean maybe maybe he has a tablet and he's watching it just to have something on I don't know I don't know what he's binging these days uh, if, uh, where he's at with Yellowstone this or whatever guy it is I he's watching it's, it's, I mean, he has to do something it's, it's, on the plane right I, I mean he might not be a sleep. big TV guy but he's got a you think so he's a sleep guy I bet I, I I bet Brock gets enough sleep at home. I don't He's think he needs to farming sleep on do. planes. I I don't think he needs to sleep on the plane. I think Brock I think Brock gives it a watch. I think he, he checks it out just to see how
1: how the night ends. Okay. Where does Brock I mean where do you go from here with Brock? It doesn't you bring him back and you have a showcase with him. You figure it, you don't even need to know that yet. Brock versus Cody down the line. Does that sure. does that match intrigue you? Absolutely. I think Brock against anybody is intriguing, especially this version of Brock. I love this version of Brock. Goof around doesn't give a shit. Says whatever he wants. Brock. That's yeah. my favorite Brock ever.
0: Yeah. That and I, I, you know, you do get him versus Cody at some point, and that mm. that is a, you know, that'll be a a big money match. That'll be a a big marquee match that headlines mm. a SummerSlam, or a Royal Rumble, or a WrestleMania.
1: Exactly. Yeah, that's what you do. You bring him back for whoever you need uh, to put into a big spot. And yeah, Brock and Cody be awesome. And eventually you can do Brock <coughs> and Roman again. Yeah. When Roman's a super baby face, which is gonna be in the next year, then you could do you could do that match again in a year or two years. And it'd be fine. Because in Ring, they're great. They've put on a phenomenal show. You just got tired of seeing it every couple months. Let's talk about Edge
0: and Finn Balor. And you know, the last match, you know, on Saturday you have three matches that I'm really looking forward to. I said this on the radio show. I'm much more looking forward to Saturday's card than I am Sunday's card. Uh, On Saturday you have three matches that uh, are intriguing and have great buildups to them. In this one, you just have Roman and Cody. The one that has gotten the biggest build has been Edge and Finn Balor. Hell in the Cell. You're going to get Brood Edge with Gangrel. Against I, I you know we we talked about on the radio show you're getting demon Finn Balor. Is he he's not walking out though with the rest of Judgment Day unless does Damian
1: Priest have some other persona that goes along <laughs> with the demon? Nope, he's all by himself. And like here, okay, again, like with Seth and The Rock, you could do whatever you want with Finn Balor. You put him in that demon outfit, you do that entrance with that music, he is. 65,000 people throwing their arms up in the air, yelling, Oh, that's what's going to happen. And it's going to be awesome. Th- those, both these entrances have a chance to be the best entrances of the weekend. And when you, let, when you add in everything that SoFi Stadium has all the toys and bells and whistles.
0: Yeah. And yeah. everything, if you've seen the, the WrestleMania set, too, it's going mean, to be both of these entrances are going to be so cool. That, that you're going to get with that. And that's what it is. It's it, you're going to get it's the entrances are going to be, you know, s- stay for the entrances, then go hit the concession stands for the match.
1: Now the match is going to be good because they're both very good in ring performers. The match doesn't matter, that I'm though. excited to see it. The match doesn't matter. No, the end of the match doesn't the in ring oh. performance is going to be phenomenal. Do you put this on first? I think it would be perfect to go first. Because that place will go nuts when you play that little the little tune that they play when the cage is coming down. You'll have them in the palm of your hand.
0: Or do you have the one other one we haven't talked about yet? The triple threat match: Gunther, uh, Drew McIntyre, Sheamus. Is that the match that kicks it off? Because when you talk about getting the you know you're getting the fans up and going, you you either you have between Sheamus's music or Drew McIntyre's music. From the start, I mean, fans are going to be up out of their seats, and they are going to know, like, this is you know I can't
1: miss a second of this match. They're two the- to- yeah. They're two totally different styles, that's for sure. It's if you want to watch physicality and something brutal that's going to make you wince, then that's the one you start off with. I say I- the uh, Hell in the Cell because it's going to be uh, a it, like the Paul Rollins match. It's going to be all over the place, fast paced, not slow. And pounding each other. I, I don't know. First, okay, so I don't know what the light situation
0: is with the roof at SoFi. Ooh, like, good point. So at the how the light comes through, you have to. It has to be dark in the arena and yeah, dark. Right. So if I don't know if light gets through, if because that's like a clear roof they
1: have there, right? Yeah, you're probably no. You're on a because remember when they did this in San Francisco and Bray's entrance sucked. Right, no, Bray's entrance was
0: okay because they did the scarecrows and they made it work. Undertaker's entrance sucked.
1: Well, they were both bad. They, they made, both were good in the dark.
0: Right, but they made Bray's work because they they had the scarecrows come to life and walk around and mm-hmm. they found a way around it. There wasn't anything you could do with Undertaker's entrance in the in, in the lights.
1: Yeah, they tried and then it was like, "Oh, that was a bad idea." Didn't so get, didn't get dark enough. Yeah,
0: no, I mean, I, as I look at it, yeah, I just, I, I guess the, from the top you can't see in, but from the inside, it looks like there's a bunch of natural light that does
1: come through. I think that roof I, is I, like perforated. So if you ever see like a decal on a, on a window and you'll see little perforations with it, you can see perfectly out, but you can't see into the darn thing. And I think that's, what's on that roof. So it, it doesn't really block light. It blocks okay. it just a little bit, but it doesn't work like any kind of a tent. If it's sunny and it's and you've got a big roof like that, yeah, you're right. You do have to put it later. But even at like 8 o'clock, you know, our, what time does the show start? 6?
0: It says <sighs> uh, this Sunday it starts at 7 Central, so 5 p.m. Uh, 5 PM Pacific.
1: Can you get to 8? You can't get that late. Unless you're going to have Mania end at midnight Eastern time. No.
0: I I mean, yeah, you could have it ended at midnight Eastern time.
1: That's great. Kids love that.
0: Yeah. Well, you can do whatever you want. It's on Peacock, there's no pay per view. Final match on the card Roman Reigns, Cody Rhodes. This is what has been building up now for several months. This has been your known main event for several months. Does Cody Rhodes finish the story? Does Roman Reigns make it to a thousand days of his uh, title reign against, uh, against Cody here in the main events? The more you talk, you know, you mentioned earlier that I like the idea of the Usos keeping the belts. I, you, you keep sway. I keep going back and forth, back and forth. What's going to happen? I no, I isn't go, this great? No. I don't know. <laughs> and I wonder as of uh, you, ha- so you have to know as of Saturday, what's going to happen. Do you, you have? Yes, you do. Why? Because if, if, like you said, what happens in Saturdays, oh, I, tag see, what you're match, saying. I see what you're saying. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so what yeah, happens yeah, in Saturday's yeah. tag match? Does that weigh into what happens in Sunday's match? So at what point, or does, does triple H know for sure right now, how his show is ending on Sunday night? I
1: was just going to ask you that question at four 43 Eastern time on Friday. Do, are they 100% sold that this is how the show ends? No. I don't think you can be. Like I think it'd be really hard to say. I mean at some point they're going to have to say that this is it, we're done and I'm walking away. <laughs> like that has to happen at some point. But just as you and I are talking about. And this is just us and we don't have a quarter of the knowledge or ideas that they have in that room or in those rooms where they're talking about these things and coming up with all these different scenarios and where it goes and you know, July and August and into November. Uh um, text Bruce. He doesn't know. I guarantee you, Bruce has a <laughs> he's got a pad somewhere that's got a whole bunch of ideas. And I'll bet most of them you'd read them and go, Wow, that would be great. Wow, that would be great too. Wow, I could totally see that get behind that. I, I think I have Cody's email. You want me to email him? I'm sure he'll shoot you right back. He's not busy at all. <laughs> I don't know. I I think this is, there's so many times we come into WrestleMania. It's like, I know it's going to happen and I want it to happen. I mean, even Daniel Bryan, which wasn't the original plan when he won, you knew when you got there, it had to happen or that place was going to riot and it happened and it was awesome. It was everything you wanted it to be this. It's amazing that we're sitting here after all this story for so long and build up for this specific match since January that at the time we weren't even sure anybody wanted. Yeah. And now we're at a point where it's not only does everybody want it, we don't know what's going to happen, and we're, we we are here for it. We can't wait for it. It's like they've th- this is the way wrestling was when I was a kid, and I didn't know anything about anything else. I came into Mania like I don't know who's going to win. And this is awesome, and that's how I feel. I mean, I think Cody wins, and I think you have to, but I don't know well how, and I don't know what happens after after he is handed the belt.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, like, what, how do they go how- off the air? What is, does Monday, and yeah, what, is Monday Night Raw a celebration? Do we know whose next opponent is on Monday? What what happens there with all of that? I yeah. WrestleMania Backlash, are we going to get, I mean, I feel like WrestleMania Backlash, the main event's going to be Cody, Kevin, and Sammy against the Usos and Solo. I, yeah, I think that, that is what your main event's going to be for that match. And if that's the case, that's, I'm semi-disappointed in that because I want yeah, to see Cody Rhodes on a run, but whatever
1: that show doesn't that's just a show the it's next three
0: the point. next i mean the next three premium live events after wrestlemania are all out of the country
1: yeah so you put them on the I, show and you don't do anything super duper special yeah so we'll we'll he has plenty of time they do but, you, so like but here here so do you go off the air with Cody standing in the ring holding the belt up and the confetti and all of that and then that's the end or does that all happen but you're still on as Cody walks out, and Roman is there with nothing, and the Usos come out, and they just look at him in disgust with their belts, and does that kick off the next chapter in that, or does that come the next night? Because no matter what happens in that main event, the biggest story in the company will still be the bloodline, whether that's the continuation of them at the peak or the beginning of the cracks that are leading to a change at the top. We
0: will uh we'll find out all about that coming up Saturday and Sunday and then we uh, John and I will be back to talk about it next Saturday at 10 a.m on 590 the fan at KfNS for pro wrestling talk STL a radio show that you can listen to Saturday this Saturday morning uh much less in-depth coverage uh, plus aew thoughts on this week's show. If you uh, if you have a chance to listen to that as we got into all thirteen matches on the card here over the last hour of coverage here on ClavesOnline enjoy the uh, enjoy the WrestleMania, everybody. Um, it is a it's been fun to talk about leading up to it, and it's going to be fun to watch. All weekend long, starting on Saturday night. That'll do it for our coverage right here. Until uh, Saturday, he is John Merisek. I'm Joe Roderick. This has been a special WrestleMania preview edition of Pro Wrestling Talk STL uh, on 590 The Fan KFNS and also right here on Clabes Online.